Hey, Emmy, can you say this is dinner for dessert? This is dinner for dessert. Close enough. Hey, Eric. Hey, Pop. If we were going to make a sitcom about your life, what would the theme song be? Wow, that's a that's a good one. Thank you. I know you were stumped a little bit with coming up with a question, and you just hit like a home run with that. You know, sometimes I, uh, you know, I just amaze myself. So, is the show going to be like what's what's going to be the premise of the show? It's about your life. You like can pick. Okay, here's big the, here's people, the, little world type life, or is it going to be like a like a rom com? Like what? Like you could pick. You could pick. All right. What's all right? Let's start here. Right. We'll start from from the beginning. What period in your life do you think would make the best sitcom? Probably. I don't even know. I mean, I guess late high school, early college, when everyone else was in college except me. So, were we doing music yet or no? Yes, we had just started music. But, like, not good yet? Yes. I feel like that, I feel like in the season finale, like, the series finale could be us, like, playing Warp Tour and, like, doing... Like, actually being like good actually at music? actually being good at music. Okay, so, it's late, it's like... I mean, we'd co-star in the sitcom then. Yeah, because I'm clearly in it. pretty mint. At this time, all right, so let's think about, we have to, we have to set the scene. So, in this time period, you're going to community college... Yeah, what did you drive? That's the uh, that's the big. I had thing. the Blazer. Oh, that's a big thing. Okay, the Chevy Blazer, the the green 96? and silver two tone ninety six Blazer. Yeah, leather interior thing was mint. Okay, so you had the nineteen ninety six uh, Chevy Blazer. You're going to Nassau Community College. You basically withdrew from all your classes except for rock and roll history. Correct. Um, I am. Am I a senior in high school then? You, I mean, yeah, we could start you as still being a senior in high school. Okay, I'm a senior in high school, which means I'm driving a. Chrysler LHS. Or the Clitoris. Or the, the most beautiful Ford Taurus of all time, a 1992 Ford Taurus, white. Beautiful, beautiful car. Um, three hubcaps. <laughs> I really don't know where the fourth hubcap went. No one does. Yeah, it's a mystery. All right. So we're, we're wait, no we, th- no, we didn't start the band yet then. It you, was right after. We started the band when I was like, 19 or 20. So it like was I, the, tur- I was like, tur- I it just was turned the following 20. year then we started the band. Okay, so let's do it then. Because then I'm in college. Uh, then I'm already done with, I've already <laughs> completely dropped out of college. Yeah, you're way out of college. I'm working okay. in the front door at a bar on the turnpike by the colleges and that maybe, you're going to. Yeah, I'm going to college. You live in West Hempstead. Yes. Um, and you are a bouncer. And you're also... For a college bar of the college you go to. Yeah. But you're also working at North Shore Animal League. You work at a... Don't you work there at some point? (laughs) Yes. That's probably like the end of that run, but yes. Okay. So in this sitcom, you have to be like a badass bouncer at night, but like then the next morning you have to be like playing with puppies, which is going to be... Which would be funny for the sitcom. Yes, but also then the following year... The job I, I changed, I, when I left North Carolina League, I started working at a special education middle school with, like, autistic children. So, like, even that works in the sitcom. 
It does. Like I'm beating people up at 4 a.m. and then at 7.30 a.m. I'm like helping kids with math. Yes. And then one of the episodes could be that time where I got into a fight with the wrestling team and then I was totally fine. But then I came to you (laughs) very excited about the fight that I had just gotten into and then you shoved me and I cracked my head open on the corner of the bar. And the best part is it would seem like a very like far-fetched scene. Like why are they, why would like, oh my God, that would never happen. But like it actually happened. That's a true story. Yeah. I think so. I think that time period would be very interesting. Like a lot of interesting things happened. The band we were we started the band in my basement, and we were really bad. We were terrible. I had never done anything musical in my life. We were gonna be like a rap rock band. Yeah, I I bought a microphone and borrowed Chris Blank's keyboard amp, and that's what I used to sing through. Yeah. Oh boy. Okay. So so that's the time period. So So now so now you have to think of a theme song. Okay. So. I would like it to be a like, I would almost appreciate it to be like an a early to mid '90s song. Um, when <gasps> I just picked you have it a for good you. idea. I picked it for you. What is it? I'm not gonna say it out loud. Why? Because I want you to come up with. You're another not gonna one. say it out loud. I'm just gonna think it to myself. That's no. I'll say it after, but I don't want to. I don't want to poison your your your. Just pre-thought. say it, dude. If it's that, like you just reacted like it was it. I think it just perfectly fits the time period and the, the energy of the song is like good for a sitcom. You think it weed is teenage dirtbag? <laughs> Better. Semi-charm life. Oh Third my Eye god, Blind. perfect. Perfect. Do 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 That's such a good sitcom song. I think that's it. The sky was gold. Like, yeah, perfect. Yeah. Perfect. So there you go. I'm not even gonna think any further. No. Jonesy. Yes. Hey. What's up? <laughs> going on i like that uh sitcom idea because i didn't really hang out with you guys then and i wouldn't have to be in it <laughs> <laughs> all right fine i have a question for you then jonesy okay if we're gonna make like an hbo style drama tv show uh in the in the same vein as like the wire sopranos oz about your life yeah one what era would you would you pick and two, what would the theme song of that show be? I'd pick the 1880s Wild West. <laughs> and <laughs> you know, the theme song would be Don't Fear the Reaper by Blue Oyster Cult. <laughs> you know, I, I can't, I don't even know. I'd watch. I'd watch it. Watch. Wait, did it have to be in my life? I mean. Like in my lifetime? We could just assume that you're a vampire and you've been, you've been alive for 500 years. Or you years. accidentally got sent back to that time period. I or a million or, percent watch a reality show where you got time traveled to the 1800s. Or even better, he got time traveled to now from the 1800s. Oh my God, even better. And, even better. And you're not even the real like Jonesy we went to high school with. The real Jonesy is dead because you killed him. You're Jonesy's great great grandfather that just happens to look a lot like him. You're like him. the landfill of. Uh, Beer, beer league, beer, beer fest. fest, beer fest. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. How yeah. is that movie? Come How about up so you guys times? just call me landfill too, so it won't be weird, like at his funeral. Oh my god, that's exactly. <laughs> you're not even really the real Jones. You're Jones's great great grandfather. But we you just got, call you Jones, so it's not weird for us. You got time hopped to this time period, and you realize you know the world isn't big enough for two Jonesies, so you had to kill the other one. That's why I'm so funny on this show. Cause, yeah, because <laughs> I have prior knowledge. It's, it's true. Actually, it's not. It makes no sense. Actually, <laughs> you would have no knowledge because you're from the 1800s. If you I were from so. the future, then that comment yes. would have made sense. No, no, no. That's it's different. But also, I had invented the forklift. 
in the 1880s. Yeah, would you guys like this show? Um, this is my pitch for Netflix, y'all. Okay, so I'm, it's the 1880s, from... and you're inventing a forklift. But no one even knows what that means at but, that point. Yeah, no one knows what that means. And the theme song is "Don't Fear." The is it Reaper. made of wood? No, no, it's like exactly the same as current, wow. like a high low, like hydraulics and yeah. everything. Yeah, all like there's like 55 inventions that needed to happen for me to make that forklift. <laughs> yes, I was gonna say, um, like, like where'd you get these vulcanized tires from, guy? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Wild West. Is it gas powered? Is there gas? Was there gas in the 1880s? There was nothing even that heavy back then. If I remember yeah. anything from Back to the Future 3, finding gasoline is very tricky very in the tricky. Wild West. You said you were in the West, right? I just assumed you were in the Wild yeah, West. Yeah, yeah. You said 1880s Wild yeah, West. Yeah, but the Wild West. Is that like Kansas City or like Portland? Portland is definitely not the Wild West. I don't that's think. Wild Pacific Northwest. Yeah, that's Ooh. the Wild. Yeah. Good wild call. Pacific Northwest could be fun. Yeah. That would be a good show. Yeah. I don't know anything about that place. Let's um, do it. Yeah, we should do that. Watch Portlandia. That's how, oh man, we should petition Netflix for a show like that only to go to a place that we all want to go to. It can totally flop as long as we just check out the place. As long as go. we get to see what we want. Doesn't yeah. matter what anybody else wants. Yeah. Where, where would you want to go? The Pacific Northwest, man. <laughs> I've never been to the Pacific Northwest. It's like the one part of the country that we like dipped around. Yeah. And also Colorado-ish, whatever that's called. We actually just like completely. Oh wait, no, went we did go. It. No, we did we go drove, to Colorado. We went through it. We, yeah, we went to the Grand Canyon, right? Isn't that in Colorado? I thought that was in Arizona. The Grand Canyon to like in nine different states. We definitely were in Colorado. Like I weirdly enough, that. it's also in Boston, that. Massachusetts. <laughs> I heard about that. Yeah. Okay. Little known fact. You guys want to hear? You guys want me to uh, give you one more random question? It's up to you. Okay. Well, how random do you want the answer to be? Because I'm all over the place today, guy. Um, okay. 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 What's... All right, Jonesy, do you want this question? Yeah, I'll take it. What's something you learned in the last week? In the last week, I learned that I don't like banana raspberry beer. I could have told you that. We went to that uh, brewery for your birthday last weekend, and uh-huh. they had a board. They were really good. I can't, I can't front or, or put them down or anything, but they had an overwhelming number of strangely flavored beers. They like did. Blueberry lactose. I don't, that's not a flavor I want. Blueberry lactose, and you're not even exaggerating. That was one of the flavors. Yeah. I learned, uh, it's going on the same, the same theme, I learned something also that I just... I hate to say it, man. I just, I hate craft beers. I, I, I know that about you. I, I don't. I, Is they, it they're too heavy? And, and I don't like the taste. First off, you know, I hate IPAs. Like, I won't even drink. I think they're disgusting. Yeah. I won't drink them. So anytime I go to a brewery, 85% of the, the beer is IPAs, which I get because people do love them, and that's fine. It's not my scene. Um, so then I'll try, like, the lagers or like whatever, you know, like whatever regular yeah. beers are on tap. And there was like a decent one, but even then I, I can only have like one, one and a half. It's just like not enjoyable to me. And it was like a hot day and that was doing nothing to quench my thirst. Whereas like, as people are going to be like, oh, what are you talking about? But like a Miller Lite is like crisp and like quenches me when I have it on a hot day. That's not crazy at all. Um, that's why light, like the American lagers are so big how they got big is because america's hot as hell compared to europe so like all the people like like back in the day in like england 
England's cold all the time. So like drinking a pale ale at room temperature is delicious. But they came to America and they're like, damn, it's hot. Yeah, it's hot too. So they made super light, refreshing beer. And where'd they come from? The Pacific Northwest. (laughs) Probably. Oh, yeah. Colorado Rockies. So, yeah, that's what I learned. I mean, I've known it, but like I really, really, that got hammered home for me. You know, they they do have hard seltzers at that place. I know. I feel like you're a hard seltzer guy, maybe. No. Maybe that's going to be your new thing. I just appreciate like getting like, see, usually I would just grab like a bourbon if we were at a bar or something like that, but you don't get that option when you're at a brewery. They did have whiskey there, though. Did they? Yeah, they did. They had like a local whiskey. I, I, I don't, somebody else tried it and they said I didn't it even know good. that. Yeah. So by the way, for all the local folks that are listening, um, and you could actually go to the place we're talking about, we were at a place called South Shore Brewing. Bre- I can't say that word. Brewery. In Oceanside, New York. It's basically in the middle of a junkyard. But, but pretty much every brewery I've ever gone to is in an industrial neighborhood. Yeah, that, it's the, that's it, just the thing. I think it's, I always thought it was because the rent was cheap, but I think it's actually more complicated than that. I think it's because they need special like water drainage. And, I don't and know. industrial places My have sister it. actually asked me at your thing, and I was like, I can't answer that. I don't know. I think it's something they do with the water, because they make a lot of water, and they have to dump it every day. Because my buddy in Mineola, who has a brewery, it's the same thing. It's like you, you go from like a normal town into this crazy industrial area, and then boom, right in the middle is the brewery. Yeah. I actually, my favorite brew, I can't say the word, brew, can I come up with a new term? Brew house? Can I just call it a brew house? Yes. So much better. My favorite brew house around here by far is a place called Barrier, also in Oceanside. But for hanging out for my birthday, I wanted to have more space. So I knew this place had inferior beer. But but, they, but they, had a better setup, so it that's good, it was that's, a good setup. That's why we that's why we went there. The beer wanna, was good. Yeah, I don't want it crap on it. it. I thought it was pretty good. It's yeah, pretty but good. you guys, it was I'm like not a, crapping on anything. I just you know, it's not my style. Like, but you guys like that. Yeah, yeah, I really do. But the thing is, funny enough, they didn't have like the type of beer that I do like really like, which is non-alcoholic. The, I love like <laughs> Odules, um, Heineken Zero, guys. Anybody? <laughs> I didn't even know uh, that was a thing. I, I think he just made that up. Uh, yeah, it's from the Pacific Northwest. <laughs> <laughs> we really have to go to the Pacific Northwest now. Um, yeah, PNW. Let's do it. <laughs> PNW. Oh, bro. PNW. Okay. 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 Uh, okay. okay. All right. Um, well, who, who did I give that question to? Me. What the hell was the question? What, what did I learn on the research? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. But I answered it as well. Do you want a question, Eric? No, I mean, I answered that one. You really don't want another question? <laughs> do you have one? I mean, I kind of do. All right, let's hear it. What dumb accomplishment are you most proud of? I, I don't know if this is like what, what you mean, but I was in uh, Vegas once. Do you mean like life accomplishment or like a simple, dumb little thing that happened? Something that you're proud of, like like you accomplished, you won a contest or you got recognition right. for something, Okay, but it's dumb. Okay. So we were at uh, Margaritaville, like Jimmy Buffett's chain restaurant, Yeah, which is like pretty cool. It's like normal, like TGI Fridays, like chili style food. Yeah. But like the 
the decor is like cool and there's like a giant beer in the middle at like five o'clock like all these bells and whistles go off you know what i mean like it's five o'clock somewhere oh i get it so like it's a whole thing right so they have this um this game on the wall wait is it five o'clock somewhere at every hour yeah that's the point of the joke so there's 24 time zones Oh, like for real? <laughs> no, I'm dead serious. I'm just like I saying, know. like right now it's six p.m. Well, I guess it's five p.m. in uh, somewhere. The, what's the time the zone mid, next the to us? West. I don't know. Uh, Jones, what's the time zone? Anywho, yeah. to the west of us. <laughs> Sorry, I, I mean I'm stuck on the. I, I want to make sure time zones are riveting. <laughs> I would love no. I, I would love to actually Jimmy Buffett. You know what I'm saying? For anyone who listened to last week's episode, to actually, I'm mean, like, oh, it's five o'clock somewhere. It's like, actually, there's only 18 yeah. possibilities. So at 11 p.m. Eastern time, it's not five o'clock anywhere. Uh. All right, so we're at Margaritaville, and they have this game on the wall, and it's like, um, there's like a hook that's attached to the wall, and they picture above it a piece of wood coming out, like you would almost have a punching bag on. Like think about a setup like that, right? Yep. And hanging from the end of that piece of wood that is coming out of the wall toward you is a string with a metal washer on the bottom of it. Okay? Yeah. The length of the string is equal to the hook on the wall. So if you, like, extend it, it just touches the end of, of the hook. So you can't, like, throw it and have the washer hook onto the hook. Okay? You get one swing at this game. And everyone is doing the same thing and just like trying to swing it like straight toward the hook to get the washer on it. But the distance doesn't add up. So in my head, I'm like, there's got to be a different way to do this game. The thing is, if you hit it, your whole meal is comped. But it's possible. You're saying it is possible. It is possible because if you stretch, it will just get on. But if you do it from like a straight forward, it's going to hit the hook. It doesn't have enough momentum to even go up and over it. So what you have to do is actually swing it out to the side. And if you do it perfectly, it'll drop right on top of the hook. But it's like so dumb that nobody in the line of people was thinking it. So when I got up there, I was like processing this in my head the whole time while like waiting for my turn. And I nailed it. If real life was a, an animated gif, it'd be the guy who's like thinking. It's like the Zach Galifianakis. Yes. And all like the, the algebra equations that's are what was going over his Because head. everyone yeah, was trying amazing. the same straight shot. And I'm like, well, obviously that's not going to work. It's like a rigged carnival game. So you won it. And we had eight people at our table. And, and the whole Everything meal? we ordered, meal and drinks, was comped. I was like the only person that ever hit this thing. You know what's funny? This actually ties it to another question I was going to ask but ended up not asking you which is what is your superpower because I have this oh. theory that every <laughs> single person on this planet has like at least one well, superpower. Well you know you know mine. Well I well now I think we need to talk about the fact that one of your superpowers is that you're really freaking good at random games. Like you could just make up a game right now you'd be like all right we're going to set up a game where you have to bounce a quarter off the floor, and it's got to hit the doorknob on the other side of the, of the room. And first person to hit the doorknob with the bounce quarter wins. Guarantee Eric will win. Guarantee. We'll just make it up on the spot. It's literally my thing. That's your superpower. What's your superpower, Jonesy? I don't know if I have one, man. Friendship. There's, yeah, there's a <laughs> lot of things I do real well, but I don't think there's like some abnormal thing. 
I think your musical ability is pretty much a Yeah, it's pretty solid. Like, I have a raw talent, but I don't know what I'm doing. I'm like a completely loose cannon with that stuff. I, you're, I love your humility. That could be your second superpower. <laughs> but you are like musical genius. You, could, you can play every instrument. You can write music. You could also cover any song. You've covered just for fun, just like gone and recorded every track of every instrument of like random songs, like Taylor Swift songs. To you know, Metallica. He did songs. it to one of Deciding Tonight songs before he was in the band. It's amazing. That's a super. And then you could do all these production pieces where you could yep. just make it up on the fly, and uh, we could be like Jones. We need a production piece for three hours from now when we when we record, and you could pull it off. That's, That's a superpower. And next thing you know, you got a Kia time machine happening, <laughs> dude. The recommendation song you did that like in an hour. Uh, yes, I did. Yeah, which you, everyone is going to get to hear again tonight. Can't wait. It's funny that you guys say that because I don't have a production piece for this show. <laughs> it's like so, the, first, the first one in years. I'm like, oh, we don't need one tonight. Whatever the opposite of a superpower is, it's, it's that. The ble- disappointment it's, power? It's, it's, it's Jones's ability to disappoint us. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> My superpower is this, right? Anytime I expect something to happen, I get called out on it right away. Like, oh, I don't need to do my homework for school. And then the next morning, the teacher's like, the first thing, where's your exact homework? It's counting yeah. as a quiz. Yeah, yeah. exactly. You, you, we're going to chop your fingers off if you don't have it in the backpack. Awesome. Awesome. Okay. Oh, oh can I also touch on, I wouldn't go back to this unless it was actually interesting. Is it about the Pacific Northwest? <laughs> it, you know, it can be. Uh, so there are 24 time zones. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Do you guys want to take a guess at what country has the most time zone crossings? Russia. Definitely Australia. China. Russia. It's France. France? Yeah, Why? because they have so many territories all around the world. Territories? They have 12 time zones that, Dang. that encompass France. The country with the most continuous time zones is Russia. Okay. All right. See, that was a trick question. Russia. Russia's the right answer. Russia's the right answer. The United because States here's the thing. What you're saying is because France has like, because they're colonizers... Um, which is now a very terrible thing. Um, they have all these islands around the world that they that they still stay claim to, and those islands are in random time zones. Is that am I getting that right? Yeah, exactly right. And, and then, the, but Russia continuous meaning like just as I mean, part counts, of one bro. large landmass. Yeah, so the United States and Russia are tied, but only because the United States has Alaska in its bag. Yeah, there you go, Alaska. Tiebreaker. Doing but, something useful. Finally, Alaska. Jesus. Gee, that was... Although I really want to go there. I'm, yeah. That's, I don't mean to be pooping on it. Yeah. Oh, here's a question. I don't know why I have so many questions. This isn't even a bit. This, this is our is intro. Yeah, this is like not even supposed Eric, to be a... This is ask Eric and Jones anything. Yeah, I just ideas just keep <laughs> popping in my head. Okay. If we had to give up one of our states to another country to like... Yeah, I don't know. We get into like... We lose a bet to Canada... And we have to give them one of our Arkansas. states. Arkansas. Yeah, wow. You didn't even have to think about that. Nope. Pine Bluff. Jones. Take it away. Jones. Who, I feel wh- like what state can, would you give away? We can completely give Michigan to Canada. They're pretty much Canadian. Yeah, they think they're Canadian. I, as far as quality of state, I would agree with Eric. I think um, Arkansas has got to go. As far as just... You know, logistics, I feel like Michigan's a good good answer. I, also, if, Phil- North if Philadelphia was a state, that would be my hands down. Just choice. just Philadelphia. The rest of Pennsylvania. But the stay. problem is I don't want to get rid of the rest of Pennsylvania. Yeah, you get it's all or nothing. So Philly lucks out that they're attached to some cool stuff. Yeah. You dislike like 
you dislike Philly that much? I hate Philly. Really? It's my least favorite place on the entire planet. We've what? had a lot of I've never had a good experience happen there. At, at Philly in Philly. Wow, really? Yep, you've never we, you've never heard us talk about how much we hate Philly? No, no, actually every story was always like we went from your house in Pennsylvania to to there to go get cheesesteaks. Yeah, great. and then we, our car keys got locked in the trunk when we got those cheesesteaks. <laughs> in steaks. the trunk, the weirdest Not spot. E- yeah, and then we had to use a coat hanger. Thankfully, Pop left the sunroof open in the rain like a, like a quarter of an inch. So we had to fashion a, a lock pick out of a hanger that we were like, you ever untwist a metal hanger with just your fingertips? Yeah, it sucks. It sucks. Yeah, my fingers were like bleeding. Yeah, it was bad. And I, as we're doing it, some guy rides by on his bike and he's like, that's a great idea. He's like, Thought yeah, we we're boy. stealing the car. Yeah, because it's Philly, <laughs> you know. So we stick the hanger down. It took, I, I'm not kidding, it took like an hour plus to finally get the hook of the hanger onto the to lock and then unlock And that it. was our third mishap in Philly. So we're like cursing the city as this is happening. First time, we took an accidental detour coming home from the Poconos. No, no. We were coming home from... Oh, Towson. Towson. We Towson went, University We went down to Maryland. Uh, Visit to a vi- friend of college. On the way up, we're driving. It was just me and Eric in the car. And we were both like, oh, let's, let's stop in Philly. And <laughs> we need to get gas anyway. Let's just go to Philly. We'll get, and we'll get uh, like cheesesteaks from like Pat's or Gino's. <laughs> we pull into we pull off the the highway we're we're driving through Philly and this is in the era before like Google Maps so we yeah. we're, we have to like literally ask people for directions yeah so we pull up we're in like we're in the, we're in the ghetto we're in like Rocky Balboa neighborhood mm-hmm. and we're like hey um do you guys know where Pat's and Gino's are and the guy's like yeah that way and we listened to him, and clearly he was messing and with us. And I had, us. like, no gas in my car at this point. Yeah. So they we pointed had, us the wrong way. We actually stopped at a gas station, and a cop pulled in behind us and goes, what are you doing? Yep. It's like, a true story. What? I'm like, I'm getting gas. He's like, why are you here? I'm like, I don't know what you mean. He's like, this is an awful neighborhood for you to be in. You need to go now. So, like, we just cut the gas pump off. He's like, get out of here. Yeah. It wow. Was, yeah, dude. That's that never bad. happened. We were, in, we were in the wrong part of Philly. We were like where um, Will Smith uh, got beat up and then had to go live in Bel Air. You know what I'm saying? I can't. Like, yeah, dude. Is there a place in New York where you think that that would happen? Yeah. Uh, well, in New York, people don't care. As, the cops won't care as much. Yeah. Like, yeah this go, was, go ahead. Go into the projects. This dude's like asking us, Enjoy. what are we doing? I'm like, I don't know how to answer. I'm looking at Pop. Like, how do we answer this question? Like, you see us pumping gas. It's like we're getting gas. Like, they, gas you, I understand, like, there are places that you shouldn't go into, but a gas station? It was also late at night, too. It was like late at, yeah, it was. It was, it, was after, prob- it was after midnight. Yeah, it was. It was. I'm shocked by that. Yeah. So it, then, this is time one. So now we never end no, up wait, finding no, Pat's, finish. we never end up finding Pat's and Gino's. So we find a Seven <laughs> Eleven and we get uh, Philly cheesesteak bakery, bakery sticks. <laughs> <laughs> and then Pop's so annoyed at the situation that he peed all over the side wall of Seven Eleven. That's true story. I don't know if you remember that? I do remember that. Indoors or outdoors? outdoors. That was, it was okay. it was a protest pee. Yeah. All right. So it was my way of telling Philadelphia that I do not love them. And then we drove And that was just our first time. And by the way, we went there on purpose because we we're like, oh, yeah. Philadelphia, that yeah. sounds fun. Like, this is before we hated it. We, we loved Philly at that point in our heads. Then and we, then I don't know if you happened. remember this, but we drove around for another good like hour trying to find the parkway until we found a truck driver who was also heading the same way. He's like, just follow me. So we followed that dude, and then he like honked us to get where to get on the, to get back on. Yep, yep. Because we had no clue what we were doing. Yeah. That's time number one. Time number two, we had a show booked there, 
and we lost. We, dude, we brought our equipment up like twenty metal outdoor steps. It's steep, like super steep, steep ass metal steps outside of a club to bring all of our equipment from the trailer in for them to tell us that the sound guy wasn't coming and the show was canceled. Wow. Yeah, and the guy goes, oh, you could, you could play if you want, but there's no sound guy and, and, and no other bands or, or fans <laughs> here. Like, so practice? <laughs> you want us to rehearse? Uh, no, we don't, we'll, we'll pass. So then we had to lug all the stuff back down. So that was time like, number two, and that's when I, was, that's when I like wrote them. I was like, this is, that's it. My least favorite place ever. I'm never coming back here. And then we're in the Poconos one day, and he's like, hey, you want to go get, you want to take, we were living up there for like a couple of months recording the album. And he's like, let's get out of here, get some fresh air. We'll take a ride to Philly, get some cheesesteaks. Everybody's like, yeah, bring some back. They were like working on a drum part or whatever it was that day. We didn't have to be there. We took, I was like, you know what? Let's do it. I want to get out of this house. I want to not be here. So So even though it's Philly, like I'll do it. Let's take the road trip. Yeah, and we took my brother Tom's uh, Mitsubishi Galant, Galant and um, I forgot who else was with it. It was me, you, and it, was, it wasn't just the two of us. It was, someone else. It, it, it was either someone else in the band came with us. Yeah? Was it Joe Love? Maybe it was Joe Love. Um, so we go, we get Pat's and Gino's. I forgot which ones we got. I think we got a few of each, because we were bringing we them back. To, for That's why we had the trunk open, because we were loading up the trunk with sandwiches. Yeah, so we put all the stuff in the... Because we, we didn't want the car to smell the whole ride. Yeah, so we put all the cheesesteaks in the trunk, and because I'm not smart, as you all know, <laughs> put the keys I put the down. keys down in the trunk while I was putting all the, sa- the cheesesteaks down, and then I closed the trunk, and I... Get as it, soon as it clicked, it was went, like oh instant. No. It was instant. <laughs> it wasn't like I didn't realize I did it for a while. It was like the second the door locked, the, the trunk locked. I was like, oh, wait. Oh, crap. And I was like, what did you just do? I'm like, oh, God. You He's don't like, I locked the keys in the trunk. Yeah. And then um, we happened to be like near a pile of garbage because it's Philly. And in the pile of garbage was a coat hanger. And then that's when we Oh, my God. It. it wasn't a coat hanger. Yes, it was. It was a broken umbrella. <gasps> And we took the metal strands that go out and then ripped off pieces of the fabric, tied knots, and made one long stick out of the umbrella spokes. Oh my God, you're right. So that's, and we were twisting, we were twisting the metal yes. together, and that's why our fingers were bleeding. Oh my it was God, a you're right. broken umbrella in the garbage pail. Oh man, I just Berenstain Bears the. Jesus. The, the coat hanger. Yeah, it was a freaking umbrella. <laughs> oh my God. But anyway, then. After another time, um, me and Kathy have this, uh, my wife, have the same idea to go down to Philly and get cheesesteaks. Um, we go down there, um, and about five minutes before entering the city limits, her car just, like, turns off mid-driving. Like, just off. Oh, my God. This was my... Yeah. Yeah. The engine this turns off. This also ends up being my story. There's another Eric story at the end. Um we end up breaking down in Camden, New Jersey, which uh, at the time was the murder capital of America, which is also a- another reason why Arkansas should go because Pine Bluff, Arkansas, <laughs> was the murder capital of America once too. Yep. Um, we get ended up getting stuck there for um, about five days, waiting for the van, uh, the 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 Kathy's car to get fixed. She leaves me after a couple of days. She just takes a train home. And I'm sitting there waiting, and I finally can't wait to. I can't keep waiting for the car, and I'm just like, I call Eric. I'm like, Eric, huge favor to ask. He goes, This is probably the biggest favor I'm ever gonna ask of you. I it it, it really was a big favor. I'm like, dude, this is a big one. Any chance you could uh, 
drive down to, to Philly and pick me up and drive me home. And you're like, oh, I hate you. I'll be right there. <laughs> and then you drove down and got me. I did. I and, did. Um, and uh, yeah, you did. And that was really nice of you. And That's uh, probably the most distanced favor I've ever done for someone. Yeah, that was a big one. I mean, you, by the way, you have on many occasions hooked, hooked it up for me. Like, I owe you, like, a lot of, of those types of things. Stop it. No, it's true. Like, my first weekend in uh, college. I remember. I got into a huge bar fight, ended up um, at sleeping somewhere that was not my own home. <laughs> I don't know how else to say that without saying too you much. You weren't dorming there yet. I was not dorming there yet. I remember because. I was you, on like a wait list you for You called a me. Room. It was literally like 6.30 in the morning on like, my day off. Yeah, I was like, Eric, um, I'm stranded at Hofstra University. Can you come pick me up? You're like, I hate you. Finally. I'm like, where are you? You like just drive down the turnpike. You'll see me. He was like <laughs> on the corner of Oak Street by the Hofstra sign, just kind of like sitting there at 6:45 in the morning, Drink, probably drinking like a Dunkin' Donuts, <laughs> smoking a Newport, waiting for Eric or a Camel Light. I don't know what time you period that was. Smooth man. Yeah, yeah. So that's why we hate Philly. Yeah, and, and that's the story of 24 time zones. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, what a tangent! All right, guys, that was a good intro. Yeah, how do you guys feel? I'm all right. Would you, if you were to rate the intro of this episode one to ten, what would you give it? I give everything a seven and a half. I feel like that's just it's good, wonderful, good, good, solid. How about you, Jonesy? I feel like it was a solid eight and one quarter. Okay, okay. Leaves plenty of room for a ten. That was a weird, awkward silence. I it's, thought you were going to say more. <laughs> no, I was waiting yeah. for you to say more. It and just then, went down to you, a 6.3. Okay, so I'm going to give you, Jones, I'm going to um, I'm gonna give you a little bit of a choose-your-own-adventure. You ready? Okay. What would you rather do first? We have three segments to go tonight. Yeah. All right. Um, I don't know what noise I just made. I wanted to say, all right, but it just came out, rant. Rant. <laughs> um, we have the feedback loop recommendations and ask us anything you can choose which order we do them i want to do uh you know what i want to hear that song let's do recommendations recommendations first yeah all right you're going right to the good stuff right to the, all right the, the beef uh, and dates <laughs> the beef and dates eric get it Who wants to go first with the recommendations? That thing slaps every time it plays, by the way. Slaps hard. Slippity slappity. Eric, you know, if it wasn't for you, I'd have no idea what the, what the young children say these days. The young? If the you said youngsters, I would have walked youngsters, out. Youngsters, the youth of America, the youths, you know? The, do you, like, not the youth in Asia, but the youth in America. I, you know, I would have never known that, like, saying something slaps was a thing. Would never, would never know. I don't know that. It's because you don't live in a house with teenagers. That's true. Not yet. Not yet. 
That's you'll it. have all of us beat when your kids are teenagers, and then true. even like the teenagers that I live with now will be coming to you for what's cool. Whoa. Think about that. Whoa. Put that in your pot pipe and smoke it. Put put that in your pipe and smoke it. That's a good line to say. I'm gonna bring that back. It's good. All right, who wants to go first with their recos? I'll go. Oh, okay, do it. I would like to recommend an app on my iPad, and it should be on everyone else's iPad. It's called Procreate. Procreate's a drawing app. It works really well with the Apple Pencil. Um, I, I pulled out my iPad, which I don't usually do during the course of the show, and I want to show you guys some things that I've doodled with it. Is it all freehand doodle? Um, you could like set up grids and stuff, and there's a couple uh, brushes that will like lock to a thing so you don't really have to like have a ton of skill but i had done that last night at work wow no way can i can i describe it to everyone bulls ish dude it's a picture of a naked man yeah (laughs) no i'm just kidding i'm just kidding no it's a picture of a boat dock at night and um overlooking like a lake i'm gonna guess it's probably your house in new hampshire no, it's the Pacific Northwest. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, boy. But it's actually really, really good. I think you need to post that on the Instagram. But here's the thing: we always say we're going to post stuff on Instagram. Yeah, you didn't post do. any of your gifts that I got you. I'll do it today. You know what? Actually, I'll do it after we done, we're done recording, and we're also going to send all these pictures. Dude, zero. Ch- no way you drew that freehand. Freehand in about two and a half hours. No way. Yeah. Ha- no way. I also work in layers, right? So this program works a lot like Photoshop. If you're familiar with it, right? I'm. Yeah. I'm, that's why I was asking, like, I've, I've downloaded some of these apps, and I'm just staring at a white screen drawing stick figures. Like, how do I begin to draw something cool? Yeah, so this one, like, I work in layers, and I like to put in, like, weird layers that I hide and then I bring back out. So check this one out. Oh, my uh, God. You're giving me, like, a show right now. This is incredible. I'm going to talk everyone through it. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay, can I describe this? Yeah, okay, you can take it. All right. So... It started off serene and peaceful. Yeah, it started off as like an ocean scene. Um, Looks like some maybe like sand dunes like in front of it. Yeah, sand dunes, like a little... little Jones Beach, like red wooden fence. The fence to keep the sand from flying away, the sand dune fence. Um, And it doesn't look like a normal like beachy summer ocean scene. It's more like a fall scene. It's also this looks like the side of the ocean parkway where it's not meant for people... To like go to the beach there, but it is beach. It's ocean for <laughs> sure, but it's definitely not. Yeah, for sunbathers, it's like real, like will, like mm-hmm. nature, nature, like nature yes. ocean. And in the background, on the water, is a sailboat, and it's beautiful. It's a beautiful picture. Now Jones just hit a button and added a layer to the picture, and now there's a huge robot um, in the ocean, like a massive, like two hundred foot tall robot, shooting fire like fire beams out of its eyeballs and setting the beach on fire. It's incredible. That just happened. We're going to put that on Instagram. Here's the deal. Like after we're done recording this, we have to stay in this studio and post all this stuff before we walk out because otherwise it'll never happen. That's really good. Holy crap. Good luck. <laughs> so um, that's a beautiful lake scene as well. Um, that's really good. So, this lake scene one, uh, a f- my friend at work had asked me, like, do you ever sign these things? Like, but how know? do you draw water, dude? It's impossible. Oh, I could show you. It's pretty easy. It has different brushes. I actually have this app, by the way. It's awesome. Is there one that says use this brush to make water? There's water looking 
brushes for sure, and then you just put it blue, and you man, you put the opacity to like fifty percent. I bought the second gen Apple pencil so I could be an artist, and it sucks. No, it, wait, the pencil sucks, or it's or probably me. Yeah, I was gonna say. My friend I, at work had asked if I would sign this practice, one. Eric, so you know I, I signed this one. I love you, Theodore Roosevelt. Which friend? Uh, Sausage legs. Oh, Jesus Christ! So that's pretty awesome. I have the app too. I I support your echo. I think it's fifteen bucks though. Is it that expensive? I want to like say four. it was either ten or fifteen. In all seriousness, those are awesome, but I still don't believe you drew them. I'm sorry. I have about a hundred. I do. I do one a night at work, uh, on like an off time, it and just, uh, I, I try to challenge myself as quickly as I can do them. Um, can you make an Instagram like a like an offshoot Instagram of DFD of dinner for dessert? It's like like you could call it Meek Junes, <laughs> Meek Junes, um, uh, uh, artwork for dessert. Wow, that was <laughs> yeah. yeah. We'll, we'll we'll work on that. <laughs> we'll work on that. Yeah. So you should start an Instagram, a side one where you just give creative names for people's uh, things. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it would just be like, oh, you want to have a. Instagram about the Pacific Northwest. Pacific Northwest for dessert. <laughs> there you go. Done. Yeah. There you go. Hey, you know what? It sticks to the branding standards. I think that's actually a good idea. Everything should be for dessert. Yeah. Like if we get like, you know, if we get merch, like it should be shit like t-shirts for dessert. I think that's my, my Twitter handle that I never use is Eric for dessert. Oh, really? Yeah. Could I, could I make that one paint for dessert? Because paint is delicious. Yeah, sure. Yes. Okay, that's a good that's a good reco. That was a good rec. Way better than mine because I yep okay. <laughs> I didn't have one. Yeah, I would highly yeah, recommend I, Procreate. <laughs> if anybody like wants to get at me and get some tips or something, I'd be happy to do that. Yeah, I'll tell you how to cheat. <laughs> it's called download the picture <laughs> from the internet and say it's yours. No, 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 no. Those are all hand done. Mm-hmm. You hand downloaded it. <laughs> <laughs> Download for dessert. <laughs> I googled plagiarism impress- for dessert. Impressive photographs for Pomp and Eric. For- forgery <laughs> for dessert. All right, that was a courtesy laugh, Jones. Thank you. That was not Jones's real one. laugh. <laughs> He's like, hee hee hee, Pomp. Thank you for laughing. Okay, so, <laughs> Eric, what's your recommendation? All right, so I really didn't have one, um, and then I thought about something that I like that other people probably don't ever talk about, which is corn dogs. And I don't know, like, when the last time any of you have had a corn dog. Bro, I have them all the time. Do you? Yeah. I'm what old. about you, Pomp? Uh, I haven't had a corn dog in about uh, a year, and the last. Oh time wow, I had... that's actually closer you, than I thought. You, you, you want to know when I had a corn dog? Tell me. Um, literally, like the day before. No, wait. The day after the last time we did a dinner for dessert episode <laughs> in 2021, before we went on hiatus without any warning for anybody and just left everyone hanging for a year. Amazing. Because that day was your niece's high school graduation. Oh, my God. And yes. you guys yeah. had a food truck, which yes. um, featured the corn dog. We had the carnival food truck at the house. That was dope. It was, it was, it slapped. Top tier. Did yeah. I say it right? Yeah. Those corn dogs slapped. They slapped <laughs> silly. I don't know. How, how, do you slap hard? Do you slap silly? Like, how do you say something really, like, slapped really good? It effed. It effed? Yeah, it f it f slapped. Oh, so <laughs> so the guy who says that, uh, uh, tells his name in real life, Steve Demetriopoulos or whatever his last name is. It's like something super long. I don't. The who, guy from S- Silicon Valley who said the this guy f's. 
Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Chris uh, Dimitriopoulos or some shit. I don't know his name, but I know the guy. So I was looking on... Wait, the guy who says slaps also says No, Fs? no, no. This oh. guy Fs. That guy. So I was looking on Ca- uh, Cameo, the app where you pay, like, get celebrities to like send your friends stuff. Yeah. And I was going to get him to like talk about dinner for dessert just so we could have it and be like, this, this podcast Fs. Yeah. That dude's like a G for like a two-minute video. Really? He's one of the highest. People must hire him like crazy just to say like this, this thing F. Fs or this guy Fs. That's amazing. How cool is that? I'm like proud of him for it. That's awesome. So our friend Rich. Um, oh, hold on. Time out. We can oh. get into that in a second. I just want to finish. So go have a corn dog. The only reason this came about is because I was looking in my freezer for something the other day and there was an individually wrapped corn dog just like there. No box, no heating instructions. No explanation of why no it was re- there. No reason this thing should have been in my freezer. And I ate it, and it was so good. I don't know how old it was. It doesn't matter. It was great. It doesn't matter. So That's what corn, the microwave does. Corn dogs. If you pass dreams. a carnival, stop, grab a corn dog. I promise you'll thank me. I haven't had a corn dog in years. <laughs> so now for your birthday, yeah, uh, so good old Rich Dorney. Yeah, so speaking of Cameo, um, and again, Cameo is a website where you could hire D-list celebrities to uh, send oh, personalized go- videos. It's not just D. Maybe some Bs. It goes up to A's, bro. A's? Yeah, there's a lot of people on there's there. There's a lot of people on there. Okay, before we go into this Cameo thing, can I just ask you your definition of an A-list celebrity? Because I got into I got into current a, right now. I got into a very long discussion about this the other day, about what the definition of an A-list celebrity should be. And I want to know... I want to know what you guys think. So you're saying someone's current now, but like, so like, you know, a character actor from, uh, you know, the new Game of Thrones show is current right now, but they're not A-list. That's not, I don't consider a character actor uh, no. current. All right, name, name, name like a couple of A-list celebrities right now. A-list is like the most bankable movie star in Hollywood. Like Tom Hanks has been A-list forever. Yeah, I don't know people's names because I'm like, a, a, I have such a problem with that. But like Thor... Chris like Evans in America, yeah. like they're all Chris's. Chris yeah. Evans, like to me, those guys are A list. Okay. Um, yeah, Robert Downey Jr. A list. Yeah. Okay. Um, how about? Let me think of someone like Leonardo DiCaprio, A list. Yeah. Da Vinci, A list artist. Thandy Newton from Westworld. Fame. Who is that? Okay, clearly not an A list. If you're on TV, you're C list. Un- unless you do both. Yeah. Aaron Paul. From Breaking Bad. He's not an A-list. No. Um, B-list? I give him... Uh, I don't even... Mm. B-plus? I mean, what has he really had besides Breaking Bad? Westworld. But no one watches it except for our friend Blankman. Loves, loves it. Loves to be confused well, when he watches TV. I love it. So here's my definition of A-list. An A-list celebrity is someone who's constantly hounded by paparazzi wherever they go. And they can't like live a normal life. That's A-list. Uh, for those who need a visual of what's going on in the studio right now, as I'm talking, Eric is drinking a juice box that we stole from my kids. It is a goodness grapeness is the name of the flavor. It's Honest Kids, no added sugar. It's terrific. It expired in April, but I don't care. <laughs> it really is so old. Um, I think my definition of an A-list celebrity is someone who can't live a normal life because they're bombarded with paparazzi. Now... A B-list celebrity gets recognized wherever they go, but people don't bother them that much. They go, oh, you're that guy. So you that thing. base letter status on if you get bothered by paparazzi? Yes, because A-list means like you're all over tabloids and people care about who you're dating. Like If they're writing about 
your relationship status, you're A-list. You know what I'm saying? Like if it's like, oh, uh, Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian broke up. If that's a news story, you're they're both A-listers. You know what I'm saying? I don't, I, I Nobody cares think. who Aaron Paul's wife is, so he's not an A-lister. Yeah, but I don't. I don't think Pete Davidson is any kind of A-lister. He's a, in my definition, he's an A-lister because he's talked about all the time. He's very, very all over the place. Kim Kardashian also. Are they like bankable actors and movie stars? Clearly not. But they are very, very famous. That's, I, w- I wouldn't deny that they're very famous. I wouldn't say that they're A-list though. Like A list is like a list that like some big movie producer makes, and it's like these are the guys we want for Top Gun Ten or Rocky, like the next Rocky. Okay, all right. So you're saying A list? Your definition of A list, B list, C list is more about, um, like when you're trying to when you're trying to cast a movie, your A list is like your first choice. And yeah. your B list is your second choice. Like A list. Like I really like, wanted Hugh Jackman to be the star, but I can't get him, so I'm going to get you know, I don't know Steve Carell. I don't know. Couldn't think of a backup for Hugh. Who would be a backup? Who would be a B lister for Hugh Jackman? Uh, <clears throat> that's a hard one. I feel like he's he's very unique. No, just like an action movie guy, because. Action movies are tough because they run the gamut of like Sylvester Stallone to like some total joke dude, you know, like the, like Cody from uh, the Kick, uh, Bloodsport. Four. Yeah. yeah, Bloodsport. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, so let me ask you quick. Like, wait, you, I never told my story. All right, forget it. You, you go. Oh no! Just before we get in, we're st- uh, this is still on the A list, B list thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why I have cameo open. I just want to ask you real quick a couple of people. Sure. Caitlyn Jenner. Is she A-list? Paparazzi doesn't leave her alone. She is very famous and very pop culture relevant, so I want to say yes. What about Kevin O'Leary? Kevin O'Leary from Shark Tank? Yeah. Uh, I would say he's B-list. He's the kind of guy, Kevin O'Leary's the kind of guy that you see him at the airport and you go, oh, look, it's Kevin O'Leary, and then you just keep walking. Okay, what about Jenna Jameson? B-list, because she's like... She's her time has passed. She but was a list in 1997. She still gets paparazzi. Yeah, but not to the same level. I mean, B B plus list. See, I think there's like a weird in betweeny there. Yeah. Okay, these are these are. I'm just going off. I sorted from high to low just so I could see. Is Caitlyn Jenner the highest? Highest twenty five hundred. Uh, twenty five hundred dollars for two minutes, or whatever it is, whatever the video comes to. I mean, Jenna I'm Jameson's supp- a thousand. I'm surprised uh, Chris that Chris Diamantopoulos is nine ninety nine, nine hundred ninety nine bucks. I'm actually surprised that uh, Caitlyn Jenner's on there. You would think that she's like a billionaire, right, or close to it, because yeah, I mean, b- maybe be- are they? Is she still with, in like married to a Kardashian? Dude, I, I couldn't tell you. Yeah, I don't know. What about Fran Drescher? <laughs> she's B list, seven fifty. I could afford that. So yeah, I mean, there, there, but I'm that. Oh. I was just trying to make a point that there are like actual real deal celebs on here. It's not just like side characters from like shows we used to love when we were kids. What's the cheapest? Oh, that's a good call. Cheapest actor because there's categories. Cheapest, uh, yeah. So let's do price low to high. I'm going to guess the Shermanator from American Pie. You want the cheapest that we know who they are. <laughs> yeah, that cheapest whose name 
our audience will will recognize. All right, so start telling the birthday story because this is going to take a while because I'm at it, five bucks and I don't know any of these people. So oh yeah, keep scrolling. I'm going to wait till I get yeah. to somebody we know. So you tell your story and I'm going to keep looking at this. So it was my birthday last week, and our friend Rich got me a cameo for my birthday, and it was from. Uh, the actor who played Donkey Lips on the show Salute Your Shorts. Incre- it was so incredible. And it was a long rant. And it was good. He uh, talked about dinner for dessert in his rant. Um, he did tell me I was the worst host in dinner for dessert. So I got, I got, I got punked by Donkey Lips. How do you feel about that, that's like a That's just a dornyism. I would have I felt weird if he didn't say that. Yeah, he actually said, um, you are the weakest link. I was like, wow, Jesus, donkey lips. With his awesome sure. lisp. He really does have a lisp. He looks unhealthy, though. He, he also to- said, though, that we were better than Rogan. He did say we were, he he actually listened to our podcast yep. and we're better than Joe Rogan. Clearly, he's lying. And Dorney said that wasn't in the script he gave him. That was he just, just made that. He, he, he just threw said that, that in, yeah. I don't believe him. Your own nephew, Nico, admitted to us today that he doesn't listen to our podcast. Yeah, he's also in the room right now. He is. And I feel like we've done something right because I've actually watched him laugh a bunch of times. Yeah. And he's been super good about keeping it quiet. Nice. Well done, Nico. At some point today, we're going to put him on the mic. It's oh, going to yeah. happen. Yeah, we're going to put him on the spot. Okay, so that was a great cameo. Uh, and thank you, Rich, if you're listening for that. Do you remember uh, when he got one of the best? La- one of the best gifts I last got? Last year or the year before, he got you David Faustino. He did. Bud Bundy. <laughs> he got me Bud Bundy. And one year, dude, Dorn, Rich, I need to get you a really good birthday. Like, I, I am like 0 for 5 on birthday presents for you because you got me Taco Bell cufflinks also, which were amazing. So, yeah. Oh, my God, he did. He's really good <laughs> at that. All right, did you find any good? Uh, nope, I'm still looking. Can you filter like by 100 bucks? Do like in the $100 category. 100's like up though, because you could probably get somebody you know for way cheaper than 100. Who can we get for 100? Jones, who do you think's in the 100 category? I couldn't even venture a Okay, guess. so what I'm going to do is zero to 100, high to low, and then I'm going to go back the opposite way. How do you feel about that? Okay. Holy crap, 127 pages? Jesus. So you want to know who we can get for 100? Yeah, just pick a random person. And not uh, that we know. Mark Summers, hosted Double Dare. That's a good one. That's quality. For 100 uh, bucks? G- Giorgio Sukalos. Who's that? The aliens guy with the hair. <laughs> oh, my God. In the History Channel. <laughs> oh, my God. Ancient aliens? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, that's a good one. That, oh my god! <gasps> that guy. Oh my god! I have someone that we need to do a cameo to, but I can't say it on the air. But it, his name rhymes with Medulla Oblongata. We'll do a chemtrails one. Oh Ancient aliens. God. Anyway, <laughs> can we be on cameo? Who can we be on cameo? Yeah, we could. Yeah. Oh my god! You want to do a cameo? Would anyone pay for us? No, <laughs> no, no. Maybe your friend Steve. Oh my god! I think he—if we did it for like five or ten bucks, he totally would. All right, we're doing cameos. We could write songs. Isn't there like a cameo for songs where you could write songs for people? That's Fiverr. Yeah, Fiverr is actually pretty cool. Fiverr's. Maybe I will recommend Fiverr next week. Fiverr's good. That's where I got my uh, my all my logo business cards, um, stationery for my snake breeding side gig. Oh, your your metal band snake breeder. Yes. Yes. 
So we got all our stuff done. The kid did it for like 50 bucks, did everything, and sent me all the raw files. It's beautiful. Yeah, I do, I do a lot of work Sent me on templates for everything. It was fantastic. People send me guitar tracks, and then I run them through one of the older amplifiers that I have that's kind of hard to find, and people pay for that. Like, not a ton, and it doesn't take me very much time, but it's pretty, pretty cool. Oh, Emmanuel Lewis, a.k.a. Webster, 100 what? bucks. Wait, he's alive? I guess so. I thought he got hit by a car. Dude, you're asking the wrong guy. I thought he was dead, too. Well. What's the opposite of rest in peace when you find out someone's not dead? Live in torment. <laughs> Sorry, I laughed too hard at that. <laughs> All right, so my recommendation. Can I, should I do my racco? Of course, yeah. Mine is the show 1883, which is about Jones's life. Oh, I was just going <laughs> to say. No, so it's on Paramount+. Plus. It's the prequel. I don't know if I said that word right. Pre- you did but everyone knows what you mean. The prequel to the show Yellowstone. It features Eric's favorite actor of all time, God Sam Elliott. Right, bro. So it's Sam Elliott, and then like two country singers are the main characters. It's Tim McGraw, dude. It's like one of the most famous country singers of all time whose dad was on the friggin' Mets. Bob McGraw? Quick draw. Quick, his name was Bob? Quick draw. Steve McGraw? Elliot McGraw? <sighs> Hank McGraw. Was it Hank? That was Tug. Jesus, Tug, Tugboat McGraw. Tug McGraw. Really? Yes. Wait, it was really Tugboat? Tug. Tuggy? Tug. Yeah. Tug job? Tug. Tug job McGee? TJ? <laughs> TJ. All right, so the show is awesome. It's actually um, the story about the Oregon Trail, like the, the game that we played back in the day. Just and guess where they end up at the end of the show? Some Pacific of Northwest? In the Pacific Northwest. So, um, I highly recommend it. It's really good. Great acting. And um, it's amazing. And uh, Jonesy's proving to me that uh, Tim McGraw's dad really was Tug I wasn't jo- lying to you. Tug Job McGraw. It's amazing. He was awesome. I wasn't lying. All right. So, that concludes our recommendations. Yeah. <laughs> What's next? Uh, wait, Erica, are you going to watch 1883? I did already, bro. Did you like it? I watched it when it happened, like a year ago. Am I that behind? Yeah. It's okay, though. Is it good to you? You didn't watch it yet? No, I watched it. I, I, oh. I finished it. Is it did, you enjoy, <laughs> did you enjoy it? Yes. <laughs> but I like the, the Yellowstone verse, so. Yeah, it's really good. Awesome. You're all caught up on Yellowstone, correct? I am not. What the crap? Because Yellowstone's not on Paramount+. Plus. I don't know where to find it. Peacock. Is it free? Is it free cock? I got, a, I got a password for you. I didn't even mean that, by the way. <laughs> Sorry if you have young children in the car <laughs> while you're listening to this. I made a joke about peacock, and I just changed the P it's, to free. It's fine. And then all of a sudden, it became very funny. Instantly. Me. What a good word that I've never heard in my <laughs> life before. I got a peacock password for you. You want it? I do, too, if you want to use it. Yeah, take, yes. take this down. It's, uh... <laughs> Is it one, two, three, four, five? Oh, man, that's the combination of my luggage. <laughs> Well played. All right. Jones, what are we doing next? Uh, well, we did recommendations. Uh, we have Ask Us Anythings, or what's the other thing? The feedback loop? Feedback loop. Let's do the feedback loop. All right. Yeah, let's do that. Hit it. Feet, feet, feet for feedback loop. Feet, feet, feet for feedback loop. That was fantastic. Feet, feet, feet for feedback loop. Feet, feet, feet for feedback loop. 
Wow. We're, we're professionals. I forgot about that one. Me too. We haven't heard that in a hot minute. It's been about 13 months. Welcome, w- welcome to the feedback loop. I'm your host, Mike Jones. With me as always. <laughs> Jones did not give an F that I was talking about. Not was a amazing. single F. Zero Fs were given at that moment. With go, me as go always ahead. are Layla the dog and Nico, Eric's nephew. And I'd like to... Let you all know that we've got some feedback. We receive it every week on Instagram at our Instagram page. I'm pretty sure it's dinner for dessert. It might be something with weird hyphens. I don't know. I've never seen it. First one comes from Mike jo- Arnold. Jonesy is <laughs> Jonesy's got like full on like radio voice. Like oh, yeah. late nineties, early two thousands radio voice oh, in need, full effect right now. I need some Casey Case and Reverb right you now. You need a you need a, a sound effect guy. You need Fred in the it's other pretty, room. It's pretty solid. And this one comes from Mike Arnone. Mike Arnone, actually, Eric, uh, actually, you said it was always Steven with a PH, and Pomp named the last episode Steven with a V. <laughs> okay, we have to explain this, because if you haven't listened to last episode, this makes, will make zero sense. We were talking about the name Steven for some reason. Mm-hmm. I don't remember why, but I said, is it Steven with, or, or one of, me and Joan said, Steven with a V or a PH, and you, Eric, said always a ph it's always steven with the ph and we're all like yeah totally totally and then <laughs> i named the episode steven c cave with a v like steven with a v because i totally forgot about that bit <laughs> that's my bad so, so after the eric episode, doesn't get the l for that I, pomp gets the l for that I, I, that was my bad i got but i'm the one who got actually <laughs> you did get so actually. i don't hit me he's like oh, i'm listening to the episode and Actually, you said it was Stephen with a PH always, but the show is labeled Stephen with a V. That's my fault. <laughs> can I give myself an excuse? I, you could try. I had such a hard time getting the episode up last week. Um, I, you know, getting it up was very difficult. <laughs> um, Freak act. I had, I'm going to bore you guys with some technical specifics, but. Oh, neat. <laughs> I had to update my the SSL certificate on our website. Do you know what that is? Whew. Because I don't know what it is either. And it took me <laughs> five hours of Googling to figure out how to update our SSL certificate because Apple wouldn't let it upload unless I updated our certificate because apparently it would make our, our website unsafe. Oh, Jesus. That's so <laughs> I was so frustrated by the time I got, got it up. Um, I just really quickly wrote the show description. Fair I don't enough. even know what I wrote, honestly. I can't even remember what I wrote, but it wasn't funny. I, I do got to say, you do a really good job of keeping like the back end stuff Absolutely. working. Because if it was me doing it, I'd just be texting this show yeah. to everybody. I think you wrote something about the only thing to happen over the, the time off was I got a new nickname, Veal Daddy or something. That's it. Yeah. Well, I that's that true. Was- like, we literally haven't done an episode in 12 months. That's like the and, only thing of substance. And it's like, what, what happened since the last episode? It's like, uh, Eric, we call him Veal Daddy now. <laughs> and we changed our group chat name to Veal Daddy. <laughs> That's like it. I got a new office chair. <laughs> That's about it. Um, but anyway, so good call, Mike Arnone. For those who didn't listen last week, um, one, you're a jerk. Two, you missed a really good joke that we did or a bit we did about when people actually you, like when you say something, like a fun fact, 
in a dinner party, in a group chat, whatever, and it doesn't really matter if it's 100% accurate, but there's that person that needs yeah, to fact check you. Yeah, my nephew's sitting across the room right now like, is a actually, huge one of them. Your nephew's a fa- an actually You'll guy? be like, oh, and last year when Lind- uh, Lindor had um, you know, 74 RBIs, he's like, actually, it was 73 RBIs. Yeah, it doesn't matter! <laughs> it happened at our. It happened at the at the at the beer brew place last Sick week. Beer brew, where our friend Blank Man Blank, I hope you're listening, uh, was like, "What what year did uh, uh, Guns N' Roses Use Your Illusion come out?" And I was like, "Um, I think it was '92." He's like, "Actually, it was 1991." But I'm see, like, "Blank, why did you ask me?" That's you something knew. different in its own right. Blank has always been the king of asking a question that he already knows the answer to so he can actually you instantly when you don't know it. He's a actually trapper. Yes, he is. He's, He's good at it. He's so good because he actually get <laughs> actually he, he actually does he acts he he actually puts on an act like his in his face he re, he like shows like an inquisitive facial expression it like is. I really don't know the answer to this and it traps me every time. It's solid. So I thought Guns N' Roses' Use Your, Use Your Illusions was uh, 92, because that's when but I one think and two, Terminator 2 came out. 1 and 2 came out in 91, which is crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my buddy Steve in Colorado, uh, I guess I didn't, I should have let him know that we were doing an episode, but I didn't. And he realized a couple of days later, he was like, he actually texted me this sentence. I'm going to effing throw up. Is that a new dinner for dessert episode? I can't even explain how bad I'm freaking out. Nice. So I didn't write back yet because he was about to listen to it. And then he hits me back with, I appreciate PG jokes. That would be a cool segment. Feel free to take this one. And he left us with a PG joke, which I know you like to use in your, uh, your whole time on your call meetings, right? Uh, yeah, conference calls. Yes, yeah. I, could, I don't know the real word because I'm not a business guy. <laughs> I'm not a business I guy. I call them call meetings. All you have to know, Eric, I could get you... A job in my world and you would fit in just fine if i teach you like three or four like <laughs> phrases to say yeah. here you want to hear them all you have to do is jump on the call right and when somebody starts talking and the mute's on you go you're on mute that's the first one and then the second one is when someone calls on you and you need to stall because you weren't paying attention and they're like eric eric you still there eric you just come off me and go oh sorry i was talking on mute it's a good one a good every one. time Right. The third one you need to do is when somebody asks you a question that you don't know the answer to, you'd be like, you know what? That's a great question. Let's take that offline and, 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 and uh, have a working session and we'll circle back to this group. So take it offline, circle, circle back. back. Yep. Take it offline, circle back. That's all you got to say. Fair enough. That's it. I'm going to find a way to throw Boom. those into everyday life now. Then every once in a while, you got to throw in a low hanging fruit, get all your ducks in a row. Unreal. And, uh, you know, cover all the big ticket items. Wow. Wow. Boom. That's it. Dude, you could be an executive in the corporate world. I love it. Overnight. I love it. That's basically what I do all day, every day. Amazing. Just tell people they're talking on mute. All right. So you want to hear this PG joke? Yeah. Let's hear I feel it. You'll appreciate it. Yep. Why couldn't the lifeguard save the hippie? Because hippies are stinky and they don't want to get smelly. He was too far out, man. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I miss you, Steve, with a V, I think. Jones just gave an exhale, and I don't know if it was a, a good or a bad exhale. I think he's got indigestion. <laughs> he had one too many corn dogs. That's pretty good. That's yeah, pretty, good. pretty solid. Thanks, Steve. We love you.
I hope Colorado's nice this time of year. It probably is. Actually, I miss Steve a lot. I miss him too. I miss you, Steve. Steve, if we had a cameo, would you pay like five bucks for us to send you one? Also, we'd pay you five bucks for a cameo talking about how good DFD is. Oh my God. Yeah, we will pay you five bucks if you do. I will a Venmo plug. you five dollars if you do that. Just set up your iPhone or Android. Uh, Put it on, put the video on, and record like a thirty-second, like WWE promo video talking about how awesome DFD is. And we'll yeah. pay you ten bucks. Yep, I'll pay an extra five if you do it in Dusty Rhodes' voice. Oof, I'll pay you an extra five if you don't. Whoa, <laughs> that that got crazy. Hey Jonesy, you want? I don't like anyone else doing Dusty but you, bro. I'm sorry. Yeah, baby. <laughs> oh yeah, Jones. You want to do the last uh, piece of feedback? Last one is from my main man, Derek, and he says, my lunch is at my favorite diner was interrupted a few months ago by Baby Doll and Ric Flair's on the way to Starcade. <laughs> it was interrupted by Martin Short and Steve Martin, and they were filming Only Murders in the Building, Jack, and it's actually called Mansion, but they have amazing pickles. So, <laughs> last week I recommended Only Murders in the Building, which I... Highly recommend still. And the finale I watched last night, and it was so good. Don't ruin, please. Um, I feel like it's way too early to still to, to drop spoilers. Still. I'm not dropping a spoiler. No, I, just want, I, just want to th- I just want you to know, like, please don't. I won't. Um, but they film at a diner in a bunch of scenes. And what Derek is saying is that the diner that they film at is the diner he goes to lunch to lunch at all the time. Lunch with? Lunch with. He goes lunch with the diner. Diner for dessert. Diner for dessert. <gasps> can, we, can we start a diner? Jonesy. I can't believe the four horsemen were at the diner. People would only think we serve dessert. <laughs> diner for dessert. <laughs> that would be terrible marketing. Jones. Yes. Tell me this isn't a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> if only people could see his face. Like, okay. All right. So... This is what would happen. We'd be standing in the middle of a diner going, what did we just do? Oh, As we make no. zero money. Zero monies. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know anything about a diner. Yeah. Yeah. Like, rent's due, mother effer. Dang God, it. Damn it. All right. I went on the Instagram uh-huh. a couple days ago, and I asked folks what they thought of the new Game of Thrones show, House of the Dragon. I was actually surprised by the results. You want to hear what they were? I'm not at all. Okay, the results were 50-50 split between it was awesome and I didn't watch it. (laughs) And there was a 0-0 split with meh and hated it. Yeah, nobody hated it. Nobody thought it was mediocre. Everyone who watched it thought it was amazing. And everyone who didn't watch it didn't watch it. And all I think that is is a small scale of what the actual larger scale of the fan base is. And that's... They lost half of their fan base with the way they ended Game of Thrones. And that's very unfortunate for that franchise that could have been the biggest thing in the entire universe. It's a testament to a good comeback story, though, that everyone who's watching this new show is liking it. Yeah, half the people. Yeah, that doesn't matter, though. How many great first episodes are there? Facts. How many awful last episodes are there? Facts. I can't watch it. I, have, I haven't watched it. Oh, I, I won't. I don't want to 
watch it because I don't want to get invested. Like, it's a lot. It was a lot. That was the thing of Game of Thrones. Like, I think back on it now that I've had a couple of years to, like, digest what, what went down. That's not a show that you just casually watch. You have to, like, go on. You have to have your laptop open while you're watching it and be like, who is that guy again? And here's and my research, problem. And you get so invested. I am that guy. And you're that guy. Yeah. So, like, other people would come to me with questions, and I'd have to have answers. So it was like, it was almost like having a part-time job, having to translate this, this show that I, I did really enjoy at one point. Me too. And then I didn't. I, then I absolutely hated the direction things went. But it was enough where I don't want to have to learn new characters, new lore. I just, it's not, it doesn't do it for me and I won't watch it. I will never watch it. It's crazy how fast it went south. Like, the whole vibe of that show changed. Like, like the first couple of seasons were like, the Godfather. They were like yeah, a masterpiece. They were incredible. Masterpiece. And then like the last season was like Sharknado. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. You're like, what just happened? What? Yes. It's like. Whereas I think if they would have ended that on a Godfather-esque season, this, that would have been enough for me to want to get back into this and do the mental gymnastics of figuring out the bloodlines of these idiots. You know what I mean? Yeah. And now that's why, like, I'm having a hard time bringing myself to watch this show because I'm like, I don't want to have to learn all these names oh, again. Have, I'm not having a hard time at all. I, my, I'm just, I'm loving life, watching shows that I don't have to research, <laughs> you know? Well, like, that, I mean, that's why I put the, honestly, I put this one up, not even for oh, the, I, I, not vo- for the I show. I voted on that. Yeah, I didn't even put it up for the show. I put it up for me because I'm like, I don't know if I should yeah. watch it or not. I honestly... I'm going to wait till the season's over, and if everyone still thinks it's amazing at the end of the season, I don't care. then I'll watch it. I don't care what anyone thinks. But I'm not watching it. Because there's people that liked tricked. how it ended, Game of Thrones. So No. Yeah. No one liked Go on Reddit. Maybe they say that because they're just trying to like revise history. Nope. It was objectively bad, right? The end of Game of Thrones? I hated it. And I'm, I'm not watching this new show until this entire series is done, and the, a year passes... And people are like, it was awesome. Yes, great call. Like, I, it needs to have staying power. Yeah. Can I go back to why Game of Thrones ended terribly? It wasn't because of the plot. Like, I know some people didn't like the storyline. It was, like, poorly, like, executed. Yeah. Like, if you explain the ending of Game of Thrones to me, before all that happened, if you just said, this is how it's going to end, like you know, whatever her name yeah. is going to, and then this is going to happen. I'd be like, okay, that's a pretty cool ending. But it's I like all, that. But they executed it. They chose so the terribly. wrong path for everyone to get to their end. They're like, what could be the most, what could anger our fans the most and not make them enjoy it? Like, what path could we give this person to death? Let's do that one. Jamie Lannister had the best character arc ever from like Jamie ultimate- and Cersei who was the best villain on that whole effing show, died by a rock. Yeah. And Jamie Lannister, who started off as the most hateable human being ever, ended up being a protagonist. It was the best uh, ba- baby face turn. I don't know what to He was called. a face turn. He was a face turn. And nice job, dude. Thank you. Thank you. I watched the wrestling match once. So <laughs> Was it with Dusty Rhodes? No, no it, was it was actually Owen Hart. Owen Hart dying. Yeah, I watched Owen Hart die. Yeah, that was awesome. Anyway. Rip so, Nugget. Rip in peace. Um, 
Jamie Lannister had such a good, a great his character arc, arc. His arc was great. And then, like, the last episode, like, let's ruin it. Let's ruin that that three, four years of character development yeah. in, one, in one episode. Yep. Oh, God, I just got angry. I'm I actually mad get, right now. I know, stop. I don't want to talk about this anymore. <sighs> let's, I got to calm down. I gotta let's calm end down. this segment, take a breather, and we'll, do, uh, we'll end the show on you the You guys want to do some push-ups? Yeah. I feel like I need to work out some And then we'll do some, the Ask Us demons. Any. We got a few Ask Us Anything, so we'll, we'll, we'll get to those. Word. You cool with that? Yeah. And Wait. Then, when we take wait, what? Wait, I have to think about. I have to break the fourth wall for a second. Okay, we're not going to really take a breather. Well, we are going to take a breather, but the audience isn't going to hear the breather. So They're we have to actually go. Now I'm going to go to ask us anything, and then you know, Eric hit it, and then you go. Yeah, Poop, sure. And that's going to do the ask us anything. Yeah. So, so, but what's really going to happen is we're going to take a breather. Yes, because I have to pee. Perfect. So, okay. So wait, what are we doing again? Ask us anything. Yeah. Does that have a song? Does it have a song? Sure does. It has a song. I forget it, so that's kind of nice. That I'll... You want to play Ask Us Anything? You want to do it? 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 Do it. You want to do it? You like are you testing me I'm right testing. now? I'm testing you. You won't. All right. Hit it. Ask Us Anything. Ask Us Anything. Ask Us Anything. All right, in the interest of time here, because we're running a little long, uh, we're going to run through a couple of these as quickly as we can, especially that there's one that we really want to take our time and answer, so we're going to leave that one for last. So the first Ask Us Anything comes from Pomp one uh, she asked, when are we drafting for a fantasy football, Pomp? Oh, that's my cousin Maria. Um, I have no idea, um, but I'm assuming it's going to be in the next two weeks. I am going to be in California next week, so hopefully it's not while, while I'm there because I want to be there. Does that count as an answer? Oh, you do a live draft? Yeah. That's well, cool. we do a live draft on the internet. Oh, wait, I could do it from my computer. That's, that's not a live draft. Yeah, yes. I don't know. Ask, ask my brother. I don't know. I love you, Maria, though. Ask Tom anything. <laughs> yeah, it's actually Frank. Ask Frank, Frank anything. Damn it, I had a 50-50 chance. Frankus McMankus is the commish. All right, what do we got up next? Uh, this one comes from Hello Windows 95 He says, a hot dog uh, sandwich on a bun. Sure no. is. Uh, Wait, what the hell did you just say? <laughs> Hello Windows 95 also asks, what are your favorite podcasts beside DFD, of course? So my favorite podcasts right now are um, Joe Rogan. Uh, which I don't even have to explain that one. Uh, Fly on the Wall is really good with David Spade and Dana Carvey. They talk over each other like way too much, probably probably like we do or used to do. We don't talk over each other at all. We used to. We've we've gotten good. We're like the best podcasters, actually. Right? Your your nephew agrees with me. He just gave me a thumbs up. He's never listened to a podcast. (laughs) Touche. This is the first one he's ever listened to, and he doesn't even have headphones on to hear the good stuff. (laughs) Touche. He's just sitting in a room. All right. So Joe Rogan, (laughs) Fly on the Wall, and then I like a lot of uh, random history ones, but I don't know if if other people would like that. But one of them is called Short History, and it's a British guy or a couple of British people. And they talk about, like, they do a whole thing on, like, gladiators. They did a whole thing on Stonehenge. So those are my top right now. I do uh, Talkville, which I, I think I talked about with the guys who were in the show Smallville back in the day. 
Yes. Every week they do a rewatch of one episode and then do a podcast about that episode. So I've been doing Talkville, and I do uh, uh, Theo Vaughn is the only podcast I really truly listen to and enjoy this past weekend. Oh yeah. Oh, I forgot a couple. The, I like all your your answers. You have so many; it doesn't even count anymore. Yeah. Hold on. <laughs> Around the NFL podcast is very good. I hate sports. Uh, it's a really good one. Um, and then also. Uh, I just listened to it last night. The re- rewatchables. They go back and watch an old movie from like back in the day and then like critique it again. And the one, the episode I, I listened to last night was City Slickers, which, if anyone knows City me, Slicka. knows City Slickers is one of my favorites. City Slickers. City Slickers. Jones? City Slickers. I have a deep love for Joe Rogan. Uh, there's a fellow named Jim Cornette who has two different podcasts that I listen to twice a week. One's called The Jim Cornette Experience. The other one's called Corny's Drive-Thru. You're a Cornette guy like that much, huh? Love him. I didn't know that. Love him. Talks about uh, old school wrestling. Uh, one of them is like a, one of his shows is actually an Ask Us Anything entire show where he just takes fan mail and answers questions. He takes a long time to answer a question. So like he typically answers like four or five emails on a show. Really, really good. Super funny. Guy is totally not what you think he is, if you have an opinion of him already. Who's funnier, Jim Cornette or Eric? Uh, depends on the day. No pressure. There's no question me. Clearly it's Eric. Because he's in the room and could beat you up, probably. I could beat you up from out of the room. <laughs> With his mind. Kool-Aid through the wall at any moment. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> this next one comes from B. Rogers. 212, like the area code. Is man the most dangerous creature? For my money, he sure is. <laughs> yes. The, the, wait, the question is, is man like human, like the species? Yes. Yeah, for sure. For sure. We're the only species that has made other species go extinct. God damn right. We don't just like kill one of you. We just like put your whole race out, like done. Like, remember the, uh, the dodo bird? Sure don't. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> Idiots. It's stupid. Actually, it went extinct in 1934. <laughs> <laughs> this next one comes from Jason K84. He asks, what are you guys wearing? Uh, oh, a Jets t-shirt. I'm wearing a, a Sandlot t-shirt and some shorts. I'm wearing a pair of uh, New Balance Fresh Foam 880s. A pair of Levi camouflage shorts. Banana Republic t-shirt with an elephant on it. Scally cap from Boston Scallies. This nice. is the Sailor Collection. Nico's wearing uh, gray Crocs. It looks like he has a WNBA shirt. Nope, it just says Oceanside. It's O football and uh, black shorts. And a mullet. And the sweetest mullet. If I would have known the contest was just happening, I would have honestly entered him. That is a beautiful Because he's mullet. better than the kid who won. You have a great mullet, Nico. Can we take a picture of his mullet for the Make that thing sway from side to side. Look at that thing. Look at that wow. thing. Bro. Gorgeous. Can we put his mullet on the gram? Yeah, totally. Is it exploiting a minor? If we no, he's not, he's, oh, he is a minor, but it doesn't really How count How old anymore. are you? 15. Eh, it's fine. It's going to be 16 in December. Yeah, good enough. You ready to get famous? Nice. <laughs> I'm going to make him famous. All right. What was... Uh... Next one comes from Go Balls Deep. <laughs> he says, is it odd if you can't even? Uh, Kind of. Yeah, it's kind of odd. Definitely is. It's a math joke. <laughs> and last one comes from K Overs 34, and he asks what year in the 90s released the best albums? Now, this is the real question. This, this, was, is, a, this was a question. 
That's how it's done, Kyle. Take, By the way, this notes. is from this is from Kyle. Um, we love you, Kyle. Thank you so much for listening. Absolutely. Um, this is a great question. Like everyone, learn from Kyle because <laughs> we are so excited to answer this one. Best year for music based on the albums that came out. Yes. We actually had a long debate about this before we started the show because I was actually at first looking at just songs. I was looking at singles, but word for word, we're going to follow his question. He says album. So we Because are, the single may have dropped the year before the album and then it doesn't really count. Yep. Or a really great one-hit wonder song could have come out in a year, but if the album is is garbage, then that can't count either. Facts. So, really excited for this one. Um, who wants to go first? Uh, I think I might have the first chronological one, so I'll go. Uh, I'm picking 1991. Uh, every album on this list that I'm seeing is something that made me want to play music. Uh, Nirvana's Nevermind is up at the top there. Pearl Jam's 10. Actong, Baby U2. Metallica's Black oh, album. U2's gross. But if- I understand the... Musical importance of the album. Yeah. If I were YouTube going... wasn't lame yet then. They're lame now, but they weren't lame then. Okay, maybe you have a good point there. If I were In to 91, listen... they were still like... Like if I were awesome. to listen to one of their records, it'd be that one. What's on that? Do you know any songs off that one or no? I'm sorry if it's, I'm uh, putting you on the spot. Uh, Lemons on there. Um, there was like one major song off that one. Wasn't that the... Un, dos, tres, no, cuatones. No, that's, that's how to dismantle a bomb. Oh, I don't know. Octombe, uh in the name of love. I don't no, know. no, it might have had um, one on there. Hit me, baby, one more time. <laughs> no, that was another. That was Britney Spears. Sorry. I want to hit a couple more before I give it all to you guys. Yeah, yeah, totally. Right, keep going, keep going. Totally. Guns and Roses, Use Your Illusion, one and two. Yes. Uh, Bad Motorfinger, Soundgarden. Uh, honestly, the the record that made me play music, and this is going to sound completely ridiculous. Uh, Pocket Full of Kryptonite by Spin Doctors came I, out. That I year. love it. Yeah. That's not a cra- that's that's not not crazy. That's not crazy. Yeah. It was very unique music, and like and and ve- like catchy, but like not in the pop music way. Like, yeah. and it was uh, I get why that might get you inspired to want to play music. I that's not crazy. Uh, I'm looking through more. There's like so many that are like legendary, but weren't big in my life. Like, I would acknowledge that Van Halen's "Far and Lawful Carnal Nautilus" was a big record, but I don't care about it. Was "Beautiful Girls" on that? Record? No, that was Van no, Halen. Unfortunately, then, then it's trash. But the name of the album's Foreign Lawful Carnal Knowledge is pretty pretty, pretty funny f- title. It's pretty funny. Yeah. 91's for me. Who's got another one? All right, so I'm, if we're going chronological, then I think my 93 is next, correct? Yep, yep. All right, so I'm just, I'm going to go, these, are, these aren't in my favorite order. This is just how the year is listed, right? So you have Nirvana in Utero, Smashing Pumpkin, Siamese Dream, Wu-Tang, Enter the 36 Chambers, which is so fire. That's when I started being sold. And then I looked at the next one, and it was A Tribe Called Quest, Midnight Marauders. So I was like, wow, back-to-back, those two hip-hop albums are absolute classics. Like, you can't go wrong. Uh, Go down a little further on the list, Snoop Dogg, Doggy Style. Huge. That that was a huge record. That that album was so important to our our lives. Yeah. Uh, That's like an understatement. Yeah. And then we had... I know this isn't everyone's cup of tea, but Counting Crows, August and Everything After. Oh, that, that oh, album's no, that, terrific. That's everyone's cup of tea. If you don't like that album, then you like there's something you you have like a yeah. chip on your shoulder. Then you had the Cranberries album. Everyone else is doing it, so why can't we? Which was like dope, right? Great band, terrible fruit. 
Then one of my... Good juice, though. Yeah. One of my guiltiest of pleasures is So Tonight That I May See by Mazzy Star. That album I love. Is that Sway? So friggin'... No, that's Big Runga. Oh. That's Fading to You is Mazzy Star. Oh, yeah, that's good. That album is so wonderful. Um, you had Tool Undertow, which wasn't necessarily my cup of tea, but I know how important it was. That song Sober was... I don't... I'm not a huge Tool fan, but that song Sober... That slaps. That slaps. Yeah. That slaps silly. Then you had Souls, silly of, Souls of Mischief, 93 Till Infinity, which is a top five 90s hip-hop song. Yeah. Best, possibly best beat. Um, wow, Fugazi was on the list, bro. In Waiting Room? Kill Taker. Is that the one with Waiting Room? Is it a red album? Red cover? No. Nah. It's a yeller. Tupac Shakur, Strictly For My Ends. That wow. album was crazy. That had like... Keep your head up. That's like good. that was a big deal rap album. Yeah. Um, and Aerosmith get a grip. Dude. Meatloaf Bad Out of Hell 2 back into hell. So here's the thing. Holy like, crap. I don't go back and listen to Aerosmith Get a Grip or Meatloaf, but I'm telling you, when I was about 11, 12 years old, I listened to that Aerosmith album. And that's how you have to view this question. On repeat. Yes. Like, yeah. and, and how that, many people around you were listening to it? And the song um, that, what, that had the music video with uh, Alicia Silverstone. It and was either Crying. Liv, Liv Tyler. Crying or? Crying. It was Crying. Or Crazy. One of the two. Both of them. Both good. Yeah. Living in the Fridge. Oh, that's Weird Al. Living that's on the weird Edge. Al, son. Yeah. Wow, that's really good. Oh, wow. I yeah. want to shout out one more from 94, uh, Typo Negative's Bloody Kisses. Groundbreaking. Oh, that was my wedding song. The song Bloody Kisses? Yes. But we didn't do 94. 93, sorry. <laughs> it's like, damn, bro. I'm looking at the actually, same list. Actually, we were on 93. Actually, Joe, oh, we were on 93. All right, so I, that's it. That's my list. All right. That's so, Cottonmouth from reading off all those albums. <laughs> so I picked 1994, and here's why. I think the most important... Um, contribution to music, to history, to pop culture, to just our, our entire society of the 90s is the hip-hop that came out of it. Facts. Hip-hop has, was not nearly as good before that. Nope. And has not even come close to being as good after the 90s. Facts. There's been good hip-hop. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that all hip-hop is garbage. After the 90s, but the 90s was the golden era. And so, because of that, I picked 1994. And the reason I picked 1994 is because two of the most influential hip hop albums to come out ever came out in 94. The first, Nas Illmatic, that is just the beginning of. A new era of hip hop. So Nas Illmatic is so important that if you watched the final season of Ozark, they literally dedicate an entire episode to that album. Wow. Beginning to end, Ruth is driving from wherever they are in the Ozarks to Chicago. And she listens to that entire, that album is the soundtrack to the episode. That's amazing. It's so dope. Before... It's hard to rem- it's hard to think back and remember a time where like hip hop was like in the 80s it was kind of corny. 
It was good, but it was corny. Like eighties hip hop was 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 like fun. I guess it was like for breakdancing. You would like just rhyme things with other things, yeah. like and it was like a goofy way to nothing. Sounded like tough. Me and you are sitting in the shack. We're gonna get hungry, eat a snack. <laughs> yes, it was that very was the eighties. That was eighties. I just made that up, by the way. It sounded Eating very eighties. And then, then like NWA came out. Then like. Dre went solo and like West Coast rap was everywhere. And they just dom like West Coast yeah. dominated hip hop through the like 90, 91, 92, 93. And then all of a sudden, there was like this resurgence of East Coast hip hop, which started hip hop, but like totally like fell under the radar for a while. It started in my year and then it boomed in yours. Yeah, yeah. it started in the like it, it was it was like a crescendo. Like it was like like that Wu Tang album coming out of yeah. Staten Island was yeah. nuts. Wu Tang and there was a lot of these like underground hip hop groups that like probably people will never remember except for us, like the Bush Babies. Yeah, like totally. You know, there was stuff like that, but like Nas came out and was just on like a different level than everybody else. He was like an A-lister out of out of the yeah. rappers, right? Yeah, he was Leo DiCaprio, yep. and everybody else was Donkey Lips from Salute Your Shorts. Like <laughs> it's just like he just like took it to this whole new level of just like lyrical, like just it was like a ma- like every word he spoke was like m- like a masterpiece. And then it's like a one-two punch. You got Notorious B.I.G. comes out with Ready to Die. Like fire the like all that West Coast rap was like it seemed over the top. It was like over the top. Um, I know they were re- like, you know, Snoop was really a thug and all that stuff. But like Biggie was like real, real. You know what I mean? Like the difference between Biggie and, and all the other rappers back then is all the other rappers like Tupac, like Tupac wanted everyone to think that he was a thug. Biggie was so gangster that he wanted people to think he was legit. Think about that. Like he, oh, he, like his second album came out and he was like trying to rap about like having money and doing nice things. Like he wasn't trying to rap about like the streets anymore because he wanted to get out. Like it, when Biggie came out, it was like next level of real. It just made you feel like you could be a white kid like us in the suburbs and feel like you know what it's like yes. to be a yes. crack dealer in Bed-Stuy, you know? And um, so so for those two albums alone, I picked 94. But then here, here all the other awesome music that came out. You, you got ready? some side dishes. I got side dishes. So Nirvana comes out with their, unplug- their MTV Unplugged, which I think is what solidified... Kurt Cobain as a as as a as a as a myth as a legend as a yeah as a, a god amongst mortals because before that unplugged because we all know what happened to him um, I don't know if they would have been I as, don't think Nico knows what happened to him oh so Kurt Cobain the lead singer of Nirvana killed himself like right after they like shot to stardom he was like a really bad drug addict he also chose not to do any popular album songs on that unplugged which was kind of crazy and he did a lot of covers he yeah did ring uh lake of fire meat puppets yeah and um that unplugged album was just it was raw it was i mean it that was one of those like cultural moments i was like totally that was our Live Aid. You know, like when like Queen played Live Aid in 1985 and it was like that like legendary moment. Like 
Nirvana Unplugged was that for us, I think, at that age. That's at least my opinion. Um, on top of that, Beastie Boys' Ill Communication comes out. Oh, my God. Right? Just just crushing it. Yeah. Right? Then, now for the, for the, for the rock fans, you got um, uh, Jar of Flies, Alice in Chains. Wow. Top tier. Right? You got, now, for the punk rockers out there, this was, these, this was a big year for punk rock. Two reasons. One, Green Day Dookie. Like, holy crap. Like, that, I wasn't a huge Green Day fan. I'm still not. Um, back in 1994, I would have told you that if you listen to Green Day, you're a poser or a sellout or whatever. Yeah. Because we were too cool for Green Day. But, like, Green Day was important for punk rock because it made everyone realize that punk rock was, a, was, was something that should be paid attention to. Again. Which, in turn, birthed. New oh. bands. A whole era. You might not have ever heard. Blink-182 and, you yep. know, every band yep. that came after. So it's a big deal. But then another one is a band called Bad Religion. Legends. These guys have been around since, like, 1980. And I had listened to them a lot when I was young, when I was a kid. But Stranger Than Fiction came out this year. And that album is what put them, like... It's a new stratosphere. Was that 21st Century Digital Boy? Yep. Yeah. Yep. That put them on MTV. They had a music video wow. on MTV, and everyone's like, oh, Bad Religion, who are these guys? Meanwhile, they've been around for 15 years. They were also point. college professors. Yeah. They're like still playing. I saw them live at Mulcahy's. Like and they're really tight. Ago. Yeah, they're awesome. They're like their 60s, and they're college professors, and they're still awesome. They're awesome. Then we got Pantera's Far Beyond Driven. Holy crap. I know that wasn't your cup of tea, but that was an important no. album. Oh, totally. That was like, their last That was their last true album, I think, as as with the original lineup. Yeah. Oh no, they did Reinventing the Steel in two thousand, but that was But that was with Dimebag or no? Oh yeah. 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 That was like You just got actually on, on the air. They totally did. did. They did. I also wasn't sure. I asked it tentatively. They did two others. They did a Great Southern Trend Kill in night late nineties. I forgot about Great Southern Trend Kill. Yeah. But that, I would say that was their last, like, phenomenal. That was their last top-tier album. Like, that was their last, like, A-list album. Fair enough. We also have Pearl Jam Vitology. Yeah. I had verses on mine, and I didn't bring it up, but that's three years in a row that they nailed, like, home-run albums. Oh, they crushed the early 90s. Yeah. They were, like, they were back-to-back bangers. Okay, and then you got Beck Mellow Gold, yes. which the song Loser, we still quote, I say it at work. I, I'll, sometimes at work, someone will do something like wild. I'll be like, oh, man, uh, Steve's getting crazy with the cheese whiz. And everyone always looks at me like, what do you mean crazy with the cheese whiz? I'm like, ah, forget it. You'll, you'll never understand. It's not even worth explaining because even when they hear it, they'll be like, oh. Yeah. You know, it's never like, an, oh, that's awesome. But now that we talked about it, next time, listeners, you guys listen to Beck, loser, in the background, you hear the guy go, getting crazy with the cheese whiz. Just now you'll think of us. And then you also hear, my name's Dave and I'm a winner. Things are going to change. I can feel it. Yeah. <laughs> so good. So good. We have, okay, this one, I have mixed feelings about this album, but I know a lot of people love them. Soundgarden, Super Unknown. I think this album's amazing. However, I do believe it does have the worst song ever written on it. <laughs> really? Yeah. Which one's that? Oh my God. You don't, it's probably his second most hated song in the universe. I don't even remember the name, but it goes, in my mouth. He hates Black Hole Song. Yeah, Black Hole Song. Yeah. Hates it. I don't understand it. 
I get hating Ghetto Superstar. I don't get hating Black Hole Sun. I only hate two songs in the whole world, Jones. Two songs I hate. Ghetto Superstar by Maya and Proswell, and probably a third guy, I can't remember. And then Black Hole Sun by uh, Soundgarden. Only two songs I hate. I dislike other songs, but those songs are nails on a chalkboard for me. Nails. Because they were played a lot? or Just they're bad sounding. There's something in, this, in the frequency that makes me sad. And for me, it, like, it tr- literally transport me, ports me back to that era, and I feel like I did then. I feel like every time I think of Black Hole Sun, I just think of a Barbie doll melting on a barbecue. Which is a beautiful, vi- that video is beautiful. Gross. I, I can't tell you how much I love that song. Me too. I'm with you, Jones. I love it. Well, in fact, I'm probably going to listen to Super Unknown on the way out here. That's a good, well, that's a good call. I hope your stereo breaks. Sorry. I'm going to listen to one of these albums on my way out of here. Listening to Mac Miller all day. Time to change it up. Okay. We also have Weezer Weezer came out in 94. That's the blue album, right? Yep. Yeah. So good. We have Live Throwing Copper. Oh, that album effed. I listened to that album so much when it came out. It was a Man. Good Dude, this is, what a year. Holy crap. Holy crap. Holy I think you had the Toadies, right? Didn't you we, have Possum Kingdom? Uh, we had Toadies, but not Possum Kingdom. We had Rubberneck. Rubberneck? Yep. Okay. Uh, we had... Oh, I'm sorry. Rubberneck is the album Possum Kingdom was on. Oh. I'm an idiot. Yeah. Wait, what, did that go, make up your mind? Yeah, yeah. yeah dun, 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 dun. Toadies ruled. Yeah, Toadies yeah, did that's rule. Good. That's good. We also have The Prodigy, music for the jilted generation. I don't know which of their albums was I don't know, but all I know is, bring the pressure. Yeah. Bring Come the pressure. bring the gang on this step. Psychosomatic, that I can sing. We sound exactly like them, totally. by the way. <laughs> oh, Stone Temple Pilots, Purple. Yeah. When the dogs are finder. Oh, we also have Cranberries, No Need to Argue. Sweet. All right, that's a lot. And we have Johnny Cash American Recordings, which also is, that's the one that I think has, I hurt myself today. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe, I don't know. I'm not going to fact he, check it. He did it. like four of them. Yeah, he did like a, a bunch of American Recordings. Well, I'm too lazy. Either way, it was I'm awesome. I'm too lazy to Google it. It was awesome. Anyway. Yeah, solid. Great year, 94. So I know we just talked, we, we talked about Snoop and I wasn't going to cut you off, but real quick, have you seen the movie Day Shift on Netflix? No, but it keeps, Jamie coming up, movie? it keeps coming up as a recommendation. Okay, so <laughs> I'm going to spoil it because I don't care because the last line of the movie was so perfect and it's like it hit something we love. The Did you say bye? Do you know what the uh, movie's about? A, a Day Shift? Jamie Foxx is a vampire hunter, but he lies. Everyone thinks he's a pool cleaner. Okay. He hunts vampires in LA and like there's a business for it that you work for where like you take their teeth and you trade them in for money. It's like an actual running business. Okay. Right? Okay. So you work for a company, you have like a 401k. Is Snoop Dogg a vampire hunter? Yes. He's okay. like a top tier one. Okay. And at the end of the movie, the last line is, man, you know what I love about LA? All the friggin' vampires. Get out of here. I was like, they just did a Lost Boys thing. Do you see damn vampires or friggin' vampires? Now we have to we have to watch it because I'm gonna, I'm gonna I'm gonna see this. The one thing I love about LA, all the damn vampires. I it, think. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's good. All I know is I saw it at work and I did like the double punch the in the F, air. Like yeah. I couldn't believe they dropped that line to end the movie. Oh, that's my recommendation for this week. Uh, watch the Lost Boys. That's a great. Such <laughs> a good movie. Man, this is a good all right, episode. So yeah, that was a good episode, guys. I love you guys. Yeah, man. Feels good. Feels good. Yeah. That's for my song. It's a good one. Make you feel good like Tony Tony feels good. Am I making that up? Is that a real song? No, but you have yeah. to have 
All right, so I'll do the first part. You have to do it over the third Tony. Okay. So I'll be like, make it feel good like Tony, Tony, Tony. Feels good. That's how the song goes. Yeah. You just can't do it yourself because you can't say Tony and feels good what song at the is same that? time. I don't even All know. Open your but window I know like Moni? I don't even know what that means. Am I saying it wrong? Do you know what song we're talking about? Not even a clue. It's all is up it... in the middle like Moni. Oh, Moni in the middle? Is that a thing? Yeah, Salt, Pepper, Moni, Love. Wow. Is this, is this, is this Puff Daddy? What song is this? Is this Biggie? It's 112. Make a food. The, the person who goes feels good is probably 112. It's 112 doing it in the But back. what song is this and what album? It's the the one Mace's first song. I thought I told you that we, we won't, won't stop, stop that one. You remember Mace? Uh-uh, uh-uh. Jones is like, can you end the episode before we lose whatever audience we still have left? Whatever. Whatever. We just gave you the best answer to an Ask Us Anything we've ever given. Thank you, Kyle, so, for the best thanks, freaking Kyle. Ask Us Anything question in a uh, very long time. But yeah, now we, I got to go. I'm Peace. like way, way later than I planned to be here. Sorry. That's how much I like you idiots that we do this show for. <laughs> well, that was very mean. <laughs> I, I like to believe their collective intelligence I like is above guys. 150 IQ. Did you, that, More than friends. Would you French kiss our audience? Yes. All right. That's all that matters. All right. Well. I'm also not picky. <laughs> that's true. I seen it. <laughs> I seen it. Um, yeah. So I guess uh, maybe we'll do this again next week. Yeah, I think we should. We'll, well I'm, in, I'm, in, uh, I'm in LA next week. Oh, uh, okay. But um, wait. But next weekend, next Sunday. Mm, next I'm weekend. back to work, so probably not. And we'll, we'll figure out the deets later. We'll figure out the... Uh, What's that other word? Not details. Logistics. We'll logistics. Logistics. logistics is a great word. It's a really good word. It's much better than Saturday Night when Live. When people say, what do I do for a living? I say, I work in logistics. I like that. Because that could just be anything. I like that. Word. You want to do your spiel? Yeah. So, uh, you, know, you know the deal. Uh, ask more questions like Kyle. Um, respond to us on Instagram when Pomp takes time out of his precious day to post Random stuff. I'm going to post a lot of stuff as soon as we have uh, Hopefully, he puts pictures of the gifts I got him for his birthday last week. That'd be awesome. And uh, until either next week or the week after, you guys keep on keeping on. Watch uh, Day Shift and The Lost Boys in the reverse order. Don't watch House of the Dragon. And uh, we love you. Bye. Peace.